Welcome to the Great American Collectible Show, seen Wednesdays on the Sports Collectors Daily Facebook page and the Great American Collectibles Facebook page. You can also listen to us on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by the National Sports Collectors Convention and Sports Collectors Daily. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all your hobby news, features, and more, go to sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now your hosts, Tom Zappala and Red Sox Hall of Famer, Rico Petroselli. Hi, Tom. How are you, buddy? Good to see you. What are you crying about? Nice to be with you. What are you crying about? Because this is a a new era in the uh, Great American Collectibles show. Off to a good start, by the way. It is, yeah. Behind the scenes, right? Yeah, a lot lot happening. Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Great American Collectibles show. Tom Zappler, Red Sox Hall of Famer, Enrico Petroselli. We've got a great show. You know why we have a great show today? Because we are now officially on neutral footing. Neutral footing. We are broadcasting from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can watch us on the Great American Collectibles Facebook page, Sports Collectors Daily Facebook page, and soon there's going to be another major announcement about another neutral platform that has a tremendous amount of views, listeners. Obviously, we're still on the radio, WCAP. You can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, Alexa, YouTube, all that other stuff. Well, you and Ellen have done a fabulous job with this uh, show and, of course, your books. Not to, not to suck up to you because I'm not looking for a raise <laughs> unless you want to give it. No, but seriously... Um, Done a great job, and we have great guests as always. Yeah, no, we're excited. We really are excited. This is the beginning of a new era. But before we bring in, we're going to bring him in right now. Our good friend Derek Grady from Heritage Auctions, and really, really, uh, this is going to be fun. Vice President of JSA, Jimmy Spence. How are you, boys? Jimmy, Derek, good. Had fun talking a little before the show. This guy's a really oh, this guy's a pro. All right, but before we do that, our headlines. These are just some odds and ends I headlines that. from I Rich Miller. Very odd. Okay, well, just some little notes. Yeah. Over 7,000 cards of NBA Finals MVP Nikola Jokic have sold on eBay alone since June 1st for a total of over 800,000 bucks. Oh. Top-selling card was the uh, one of one 2021-2022 Flawless Logo Man, which netted 21500 bucks. Here's another one. 1958 double-signed Sandy Koufax glove purported to be the first mitt utilized by the Hall of Fame pitcher in L.A. fetched mm. a record 180000 bucks. Wednesday night wow. in the Memorabilia wow. Network's Great Greats of the Game auction. Here's another one. A brand vending out of Phoenix says it has created a new state-of-the-art vending machine for trading cards. The machine is 66 inches high, 18 inches wide, with sports for a few different types of packs. It has a contactless contactless card reader for credit cards and also offers Google Pay and Apple Pay. A 10-inch LCD Mm. video screen comes preloaded with card content. You can walk up. That's interesting. I want... Did you ever buy? Is it ca- weird? Did no. you ever buy cards out of a vending machine when you were a kid? No, right? I don't think they had vending machines. Exactly. All right. So for more information, obviously you can go to sportscollectorsdaily.com. 
That's where you can get all your great By the way, I, I did a signing for the Red Sox a couple of weeks ago in this uh, across the street from the stadium, from the park, is a memorabilia. You know, you can buy stuff. And this room, they had all cards, baseball yeah, yeah. cards, but the, I, that's they, the old they're Yaki. all Red Sox. That's the old Yaki store, right? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. selling them. And modern, more, mostly modern, but some, you know, Williams and Yastrzemski yeah, and them. But I said, wow, this is interesting. It's the first time I've been in there. So, so I guess uh, every, not everybody, but there's a lot of, lot of companies selling cards. All right, let's get, to, let's mean, get going here. I Rico and I are thrilled to see you guys. Jimmy, I'm going uh, to ask both you guys. Uh, Derek, you first. Do you guys use JSA much, Derek? We have, we have gone all over the place with Heritage. We've had used JSA. Um, and then uh, PSA for a variety of reasons. You know, JSA focuses on autographs, and we do, oh, you know, bats, cards, a ton of cards, and, you know, autographs, a little bit of everything, the the packs, you know. We do so many things with PSA, it just made sense for us to have a a relationship with them on it. Um, But we've used JSA in the past, so... Yeah, to answer your question a, candidly. Yeah, no, that's fine. Years ago, uh, I, you know, of course, so I never collected as a kid, uh, not as a kid, but as a, as a player uh, with the Red Sox. But uh, always wondered uh, when did this start? When did the authentication start, and why? Jimmy, you can answer that. Yeah, it's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, authentication started professionally in 1999. And my father started it, James Spence Jr. Uh, he was a, a dealer since the early 80s, uh, primarily selling autographs. And he built up a, a great reputation in knowing, you know, what a secretarial version of Roberto Clemente is. Everybody mm-hmm. knows uh, the Phil Dorsey secretarials. His limo driver used to sign for him. Um, and, you know, he continued to build um, an exemplar file and a reputation throughout the, the shows, throughout the, the, the Northeast and even on the West Coast. And it became almost overwhelming with the amount of dealers in the room coming to his table asking him for his opinion. So um, he was approached by our now competitor that Derek just spoke about to launch uh, signature authentication. They already had card grading and coin grading and stamp grading. And as autographs became more popular Mm -hmm. and the curiosity of whether something is fake or real, I mean, you're basically buying an autograph based on the reputation of the dealer. So there needed to be some kind of police that determined, you know, what was a real Babe Ruth, what was a real Mickey Mantle. Because, you know, after the late 90s, there were tons of forgeries coming out. I mean, the Marino scandal out of Southern California. uh, That's just to name one of the giant ones that there was a a Netflix special or an HBO special on that and how uh, prolific that was. So, yeah, it started professionally in 1999. Mm -hmm. Uh, We launched JSA in 2005. So, doesn't a lot lot of the blame, though, I mean – can't you put it on, on the guys like Mickey Mantle's shoulders and Babe Ruth's shoulders? I mean, percentage-wise, how much, what percentage of those autographs were secretarial that they actually handed off to clubhouse boys? And then Ted do the same thing, Rico? Yes. Right? What percentage of those, Jimmy? 
depends on the year. You know, in 1960 and 61, 62, there was a guy by the name of Pete Previtt. I don't know if you, that name rings a bell, Rico, but he would sign religiously for Mickey Mantle yeah. and, um, yep. and, and Roger Maris as well. So you have a, a team signed baseball, the Yankees in 61, and it was very, very popular for the entire, the entire team to sign that baseball. But every time they'd try to get a hold of Mantle or Maris during that period of time, it was very difficult. So yeah. Pete Previtt would fill in the blanks. And that happened very, that happened quite frequently in the Brooklyn Dodger organization. There was a guy by the name of Charlie D. Giovanna who used to sign for every player. Oh, I mean, there wasn't one signature on there that he didn't sign for. And, and a lot of the 55 Amazing. Brooklyn Dodger balls that come in that are submitted are completely clubhouse. Um, so, wow. and, and it was very, it was very, very so talented. It's important. This. It's in important. fact, Duke Snyder in his autobiography spoke about this guy, Charlie D. Giovanni. He was an adult bat boy. He's called him the brow. He had a, a unibrow. Huh. And um, he, uh, he was so talented that, that Duke said in his autobiography that Charlie used to be able to sign his name better than he could. Uh, so we compile different autographs and we put them all in chronological order. And that's essentially how we authenticate based on the, the era because everybody's autograph changes over time. So you have to compare, you know, okay, this is a 55 Brooklyn Dodger and I'm looking at a Jackie Robinson autograph. I have to look at 55 examples. I can't look at stuff where he signed in his minor league days in Montreal or towards you know his death in the seventies, you really yeah, have to concentrate yeah. on on the uh, evolution and the era of that signature. Yeah. I want to ask Derek uh, about uh, him. Well, heritage taking a taking a, a card. Let's say it has to be authenticated, right? I mean, you you just you don't or you well, can't take it. Well, you know, I'm a professional card grader, so it's very easy for me taking in a consignment to reject the cards. I won't even take them in Yeah. Okay. where it's tricky is. So I can give you a couple stories here. One, I can tell you when I first met Jimmy, uh, Jimmy here, his dad, mm-hmm. and you know, let me just say, so what Jimmy said was 100% accurate, even though he was probably a baby at that time. <laughs> whenever I was going to shows, buying autographs, I get out of college I had a card store in 1990, 1991. Um, but then when I started collecting myself, um, I would go to shows and buy autographs. And people would say, you know, Jimmy would set up with his autographs mm-hmm. and either, you know, you're going to buy from Jimmy or you're going to buy from somebody else and show it to Jimmy. That's what everybody did. You'd go show it to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So I went to Orwigsburg, PA, probably Jimmy. Is that the house you grew up in? It was. Okay. Yeah. So I went there. I don't remember seeing you that it was a long time ago. And I bought my first Jackie Robinson check, my Vince oh. Lombardi check, my Red Grange three by five, a Nagurski check. I still have that stuff and I still have the receipt, I believe, from buying that from your dad. So Very I drove cool. to Orwigsburg to go get stuff directly. And uh. I think that was say ninety ninety six. So Jimmy, yeah. So that's what that was the narrative on the show floor. You would show stuff to Jimmy Spence. And he would, you know, and I don't even think it was easy for him to give an opinion because the dealer's in the room, okay? So you're buying from another dealer, and the dealer might have something bad, and Jimmy would just be like, yeah, uh, pass, you know? And, you know, that can cause some controversy there between dealers in the room. So I don't know that it was necessarily a popular thing to do, but, you know, Jimmy's dad was the one that was, uh, you know, starting to police it early on, and he was the go-to guy at the show. So now to Rico's question, so one of my first – consignment trips at heritage 
was to a, I sent an email to Boston and I had so many appointments for heritage that I had to do it out of my hotel room. A guy shows up with a Babe Ruth ball that his father had left him. Now this is an old timer and he shows it to me and I knew right away that was the nurse that signed it. He pulled out a newspaper article saying that he got one of the last autographs of Babe Ruth in the hospital. That's terrible. That's too So his father got this autograph for him. Now this guy is in his 70s, and he brings it to me to consign. And I said, that's great. You have the newspaper article. That's secretarial. Now, I'm no authority on autographs. And this guy was ready to fight me in the room because I'm telling him this family heirloom was signed by the nurse. And he's showing me a newspaper article saying yeah. it's a real autograph, and it was one of Babe Ruth's last ones, and it's passed down from generations. Yeah. And I think I begrudgingly took it just to get him out of my room and told him it's going to get rejected, and we're going to be mailing it back, and that's what we did. But I had to get him out of my room. Because, Unbelievable. And yeah. this is <laughs> what's happened. You have people put away stuff for decades to pull it out to use the money for college or use the money for a wedding or use the money for whatever. And they have a 55 Brooklyn Dodger championship ball. And to Jimmy's point here, it could be totally clubhouse. And this is some, from some family heirloom that was passed down and they are swearing that their mother got it. Their grandmother got it. Their grandfather. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But Jimmy, Jimmy, has that ever happened? The importance of authentication. I mean, uh, we have a a lot of collectors, you know, listening and watching. And so if you've got something. You got to have it done. Got to have it done. Jimmy has, have, have, do you have a sad story like that? Have have you ever had to, you know, face someone and say, you know something? It's just. Probably all the time. I mean, but something that sticks out. Yeah, no, I mean, what Derek explained happens on a very regular basis, uh, especially when I was traveling a lot. You know, I used to go to every major city throughout the country and into Canada. And these stories are everywhere because Babe Ruth used to travel everywhere. Yeah, and right. many people met Babe Ruth. And um, there's many different examples, not just with Babe Ruth, but, you know, Jackie Robinson, Roberto Clemente, uh, you name it, Ted Williams. And um, I've had people cry, you know, that, yeah, oh, my father lied to me. My grandfather lied to me. It's like, well, maybe they really didn't know yeah, what, yeah. what they yeah. had, you know, because stories change over time. They're passed, passed along. And, you know, it, and sometimes when you're telling your grandkid a story, you have to elaborate. You have to make it exciting. And sometimes, you know, those stories where, you know, you buy a, a team signed baseball from the uh, from Fenway Park and it ends up being a, a completely stamped baseball that was manufactured in High Point, North Carolina from the autograph baseball company. Um, you know, there's people that hold on to this for, for yeah. decades and bring it to us and say, this has been this has been in my family for years. Um, I'm planning on doing a renovation in my bathroom. This is going to pay for it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and, and you, you're faced with listen, you know, you have a baseball that wasn't touched by a steel tip fountain pen. This was entirely manufactured. And here's why. And some people, <sighs> some people take it. Some that's people don't want, don't want to believe you. Yeah. Some people tell you you're full of crap. Yeah. That's going to uh, be a crap. Imagine, and, uh, imagine a, a Babe Ruth ball with some, some half, you know, you know, a mediocre player on. All it. right, Jimmy. Here's the, actually, no, he, actually, wait a Derek second. Derek knows, but no, but he, they are the ones that authenticated it. it 
Well, I know it's authenticated. Because it came with, we saw the, the paperwork. You're kidding. No, Jimmy, this is a very funny story. No, it's not. Oh, it's a riot. Sad. The poor so guy's sick. We have, not Jimmy, Rico was approached. You tell him. No, no, you can Rico you was tell approached him. No, no. how many years ago? A few years back. A guy walks up to Rico Petroselli with a signed Babe Ruth ball. I was his favorite. Rico happened to be the guy's favorite player. What do you think the guy does? Ask Rico to sign it also. So there is, and you guys authenticated it, I'm pretty sure. There is one ball out there signed by both Rico Petroselli and Babe Ruth that was authenticated. Babe is uh, rolling Just the two of you guys? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine wow. this. I told the guy, he says, what are you, you crazy? If this is so all, you this can is remove the Rico signature, and JSA will say there's a removal on it, but it's a Babe Ruth ball with a removal. We can do that, yeah. So I mean, I'm going to buy the baseball. The babe, the babe is rolling <laughs> over in his grave. He said, who's this guy, <laughs> Petroselli? Get out of here. We are chatting with Jimmy Spence from JSA and our good friend Derek Grady from Heritage uh. Auctions. All right, I'm going to ask you guys both a question. Derek, we've asked you this many times. I'm going to ask Jimmy for us. Jimmy... Obviously, the hobby is changing dramatically. Is it changing for the good or is it changing for the bad? I think it's changing for the good. Um, we're starting to do a lot more international travel. I know I was talking to Derek about this. I was, I was flying to like Kuwait right before I, I saw Derek the last time. And um, you know, we're doing a lot more business in the Middle East. Uh, Middle Easterns are starting to pick up on signatures and collectibles and um, it's, I just got back from London. The, the collectible craze is, is very popular out there, whether it's signatures or trading cards, you name it. Um, so I'm starting to see, uh, more of a younger crowd come in. Um, and it's, it's pretty exciting stuff, you know, just to see this, this industry that I once knew that I thought we were just in this tiny little bubble mm. where you'd go to sports shows sure. and you'd see the same people, the same customers over and over and over again. Now, you know, Derek, when we go to the national, it's hard to find somebody that, you know, I mean, there's so many yeah. people there that so many new faces that this industry Good is point. exploding. Yes, yeah. it's great. Yeah. It, it is. Derek? It's a great industry. Yeah. I mean, I think I told you guys before we used to talk about trade shows as you'd see the same people, same people all the time at the same trade shows. Sunday, you could roll a ball down the aisle and not hit anybody. And it was just, and I kept saying you know, yeah, like Jimmy said, we're we're in a bubble, but we're really a cool hobby. And I didn't know what it would take. I, I am in shock that it took a pandemic to make people, when they sat at home, to go on eBay because, you know, the card, everything was closed. Mm -hmm. And they, they went to their basements and they found their collectibles and they embraced authentication and graded cards. And, I mean, the hobby's on another level. And even with the – so then – so then you think, well, now a lot of people got killed in the modern market because a lot of these people came in and the modern market has crashed because it went up so high. So everybody's making money in a bull market. It's Everybody's the smartest guy in the room. Then it crashes. The shows are still packed. Yeah, The people are still yeah. collecting like mad. The They're embracing great. authentic. Like Jimmy said, it's now more international. We have a ton of international clients. They're embracing authentication, which is huge that they're embracing authentication because in the 70s and 80s, it was the freaking Wild West. Whether it was game used, whether it was trimmed and altered cards, whether it was autographs on people's tables, you could not just go buy a Babe Ruth signature on somebody's table. I mean, you're, you're less than 50% that it's going to be good. All right, listen, okay. uh, Jimmy, I got a question for you. Oh, we're going to take a break. 
Um, do you want to stick around for another segment with us, or do you, are you in a rush? I just have to leave at 12, so I'm, I'm good for the next 20 okay. minutes. <clears throat> good, yeah. So that works for you guys. Derek, you don't mind, right? Because, uh, you know, we like Jimmy. Why would I mind? I know. We're so, friends. All right, so yeah, we're gonna, no, here's what good. we're going to do. We're going to take a quick <laughs> break. Jimmy Spence from JSA is here. Derek is here. We're going to bring in Lee Barons. But then when we come back, it's on deck with Rico. I am so oh, excited. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, mile high. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. Are you a collector looking for that rare trading card or autograph ball or photo? If so, then PB Collectibles in Newport is the place for you. PB Collectibles has graded cards, raw cards, complete sets, and wax boxes of the stars of the future, today, and from the past. We also offer a large selection of both vintage and modern cards. So whether you're looking to add to your collection or sell it, visit us at PB Collectibles, 269 Spring Street in Newport, located across from St. Mary's Church. We are your neighborhood card shop and much more. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports. 
specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. You know he's from New York. We still love him. On Deck with Rico Patricelli. Okay, it is time for our segment On Deck with Rico, brought to you by our good friend Brian Dwyer and the great staff at REA Auctions. Don't forget to get your bid in by going to Robert edwardauctions.com that's yeah. Robert Edward Auctions for extraordinary results and extraordinary service well this question was submitted by one of our regular followers a great supporter of the show Michael Veriali music mike from long island very good question but the only problem is the biggest t-shirt i have is a xl he's going to be like a triple xl what do i do well, we'll tear it. And, we'll, and then we saw it? Yeah, All right. put some stuff in there, you know. All right, that's what we'll do. <clears throat> so. All right, here's our question. This is a good one, Rico. Yeah. Rico, how many brush-ups and brawls over your career? Wow. Uh, we got about a half hour. Can we talk about <laughs> No, don't forget, I played in the era where they used to. And by the way, jump in, boys, anytime. Yeah, they threw it, you, period. If you, if you know, some some guys, you've got a single off them. Next time you were going down. And the funny thing is, not funny, you know what the umpire would do? <clears throat> Go around and brush off the plate. <laughs> there was no, you know, throwing them out. We had brawls with the Yankees in the uh, middle 70s almost every single series. I mean, you had a couple of big ones that you were involved with. There was one in Anaheim was the best. The L.A. Times had the whole middle section of all the photos <laughs> Of all the here comes the bullpen, and we had Washington. We had a big one. Had a big one uh, with Anaheim. I mean, just a ton of them. Did Believe you ever of because of the beanballing situation? Did that? Have, did you ever? Like, were you ever the catalyst for one? You're at play. Someone no, hit. No. So, so you never started one. No, I never started one. I really didn't. I, uh, you know, I didn't get hit. So I said, oh, or if I got did anybody hit, anybody actually got, throw a punch? Oh, you punch! Wow. You Absolutely. see sports fights, and they don't seem to want to know how to fight. No, they they fight, uh, but you know that everybody gets around. There's so many guys that it's hard to get your. All right, so real quickly, the Pepitone fight. What started that? Yeah, beanballing. Beanballing. Who hit who? Phillotson hit uh, Joe Foy on the head. In the head. <laughs> on the head. And then Lomberg hit him in the back, and they were talking. And here comes both benches. Here comes the bullpens. And somebody said something, so I, I kind of got a little angry, and I kind of charged, and uh, and here we go. You know, it was a big and, – and really, the, in that one, there wasn't any anybody real hurt. No, you can get stepped on. Hurt. No, he could well, – You, his you wig, took his wig off. Oh, his wig off, but the, the, yeah, I, got, <laughs> I bought him a new one. But, no, there was a lot of fights, a lot of fights, because the, the beanballing was just – you, you played teams, I think, 21 games each or something like that. Can you and imagine? So can just, you guys imagine someone like... I mean, like, they would come right at you. Imagine ah. someone like Gibson throwing at you. Oh, he, oh, he would do... What do you do? Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. 
All right, That's listen, uh, we have our other good friend here, Lee Behrens from Sterling Sports Auctions. Lee, how are you? I know you have, uh, I'm glad we were able to squeeze you in because I know you have an auction coming up. And when does it close? Closes Thursday the 22nd. Uh, Got to get your first bid in by 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to get an extended bidding. So what are some of the great items you got? Well, do we have a, this is kind of the headliner. It's always tough of the light. And 28 uh, Cap Anson. Which for some reason you don't see as many of them as the rest of the N28s. Yeah. Got a few Jackie Robinson, 52 and 53. Good cards. Good Very cards. nice presentation for the grades. A uh, few Ty Cobbs, 27 exhibit, and the nice. T205, which is always good stuff. What's the grade on the T205? The T205 is a one. Yeah. I mean, it's very presentable. I mean, it's doing really well. Uh, that was the in first fact. first fake I ever bought. No. <laughs> I just, no, seriously, back in the 90s, I, I, I bought it on eBay. The card looked so great. I think I paid four or 500 bucks for it. Uh, great card. I thought it was going to you know, grade out at a five, six, seven. Sent it to PSA. Boom. But fake. that might be a type of card where you would buy, say, uh, a younger collector. It doesn't have the you know, million, hundred. Well, right? the card, I, mean, I mean, that card's an expensive card today. Oh, is it? Is it's it? An, okay. It's an expensive I, card, but anyway. You know. So anyway, I got my money back, though. The guy, yeah. the guy that I bought it from, he got, he got on swaggled also. Yeah. What else you got, Lee? Yeah, we got a uh, complete set of 68 tops. We broke up a 1960 set because there was a nice share of graded cards within the set, and that always seems to maximize the uh, dollar for the seller when you break it up when it's a good option for the for them. Um that's a couple different, and I'd never seen one of these prior to getting it. It's the 1968 Topps plaques. Uh, yeah, I've never seen one, but there must be very few of them out there because there wasn't much history in them. You know, we talk we about, some, I was going to say, we talk about yeah. uh, auction houses like you. You know, you got Derek here and you got yourself here. And there's everything in between, which is great uh, because obviously Heritage has a niche for their, their, their consigners and their buyers. You have a niche for your consigners and your buyers. Uh, so it's, it's really, you're spreading the wealth. I mean, you, you know, you're really geared for that budget. I got a niche. Uh, no, but for the budget collector. Yeah, no. You know? I, 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 and it's, it's fabulous, man. It's fabulous. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that have collections out there that don't fit into heritage what they would take in as a consignment. Right. And uh, so they will come to me. I mean, I, I obviously get some really nice stuff at times where they just come to me because they prefer to have the, deal with the smaller auction site and the one-on-one -on -one personal deal because I'm a one-man show and you're always going to get me if you call or email or anything like that. And you, I mean, so I get many people, that's what they say they call because they like that personal touch to the... I have 42 assistants at Heritage. <laughs> exactly. It's hard to get a hold of me. You know? <laughs> Not really. Uh, what is your website address, uh, Lee? It's sterlingsportsauctions.com. Uh, it's If you go into Google and just do Sterling Auctions, it generally comes right to the top there if you want to shorten it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, we do a fair amount of advertising on different sites, so it can be found there. And when does the auction close? Thursday at, I uh, need that initial bid in by 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to get into extended bidding. And then you can, 
bid on any any item in the auction. It's a little different than a lot of them that allow you only to bid on the items you bid on. But my auction is open to every lot. So if you got one bid in on any item, you get bid, outbid and you got money to spend, go find another lot or two to go spend your money on. Awesome. All right. That's we great. wish you the best and yeah. good luck with the auction. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. Lee Barrett from Sterling Sports Auction. Jimmy, you have all – I went on your site. I mean, you guys have events all over the place. Why don't you talk to us about some of the events you guys have coming up off the top of your head, if you know them. you got so many of the damn things. Well, that's good. No. I know. Yeah, no, we're, we've become omnipresent. I mean, there's – any given week, we have about eight different events all throughout the world. Um, yeah, this week, I mean, for instance, we're going to be in Mississippi, Florida. Wow. Jeez, uh, um, uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, Michigan, you know, you, you name it. And it what's in it, Mississippi? Mississippi is it a store visit? It, it's a uh, Comic Con. Yeah, they have really? uh, yeah they have different uh, different voice actors that do Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon, and it's become very very popular with the uh, the younger collectors. You know, they collect those Funko Pops, the signed Funkos yeah. for for everybody that's has any type of notoriety, um, and uh, everybody gets them signed. And, you know, what's really cool about the, uh, the voice actors and the Pokemon uh, voice actors and stuff like that, they use different paint pens. So they'll use different colors to, you know, draw, you know, the character of whatever voice actor they are. And, and they make it very uh, presentable looking. They don't just sign their name. Nice. They'll, they'll do like a, a quote. And uh, they're very, very personable with the fans. And that goes a long way. You know, when, you, when you get your autograph and you go to somebody you've admired forever, you at least want them to be nice to you. They don't have to say much, but yeah. there's nothing worse when you come up to somebody and they're a total jerk to you. And it, it completely crushes you to the point oh. where, like, there's a couple people that I admire right. and I hope when I meet them that they're at least, like, cordial. Nice. You know, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah, there's... <laughs> There's uh, Joe Rogan. That's why you're so good. Um, that's so that's that's all. That's what we look forward to in, in meeting you know the people that we idol. Derek, See? what about you guys? I mean, you guys are all over the place too, man. You know, we're not like. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I don't know if anybody's in more places as JSA. Yeah. I mean, I've remembered that for the last twenty years. I mean, even when I was at SGC, I mean, they JSA is. <laughs> I don't know how you find the bodies and train them to be authenticators, you know, it, it is unbelievable how many shows. No, you do a lot of the in-person stuff too, right? Yeah, we do. So where we you're do in the JSA Witness. With JSA Witness. And, you know, they are really aggressive being out there. And it is not easy to get, look, we get asked to do shows all the time. Sure. People want heritage at their show. And we only have so much bandwidth. And only so many employees that really want to go spend a weekend. You know, people have other plans and, it's not easy. We have a, you know, I, I probably do about 10 shows from, you know, uh, say Ohio and over. So I pretty much Lee and I cover the East coast. And then we have another, you know, group that covers the other shows, but there's a lot of new ones popping up and there's some good ones. It used to be the same shows over and over and over again. Right Now you have new promoters. Everybody wants a piece of this, you know, and, uh, and shows are, doing very well so you're going to see a lot of people start some up in different areas and yeah, we have to well, be very selective of what we do because it is red Sox, you know yeah. security Actually, risks. you know something i talked uh, jimmy were you at the fenway show this year did you guys make it up here 
Which which one? Uh, the one in Wilmington? No, no, no. There's a new show that is really yeah, fabulous. There's a new one at Fenway. Uh, at Fenway. At, right at Fenway Park. It's called the Fenway Card Show. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, uh, Chris Costa, runs it, and the Red Sox. Uh, you should really look into it for next year. It was absolutely packed, and it was right on the concourse, and people the were allowed to go onto the warning track. Really, really oh, cool yeah. setup. Great, great. So show. next year, and, uh, Heritage is going to be there because we've already convinced them to be there. Um, That's great. Because, I mean, collectors, and I talked, you know, <laughs> because they're watching, and to get to know that this industry is a great industry because and it's widely absolutely you know, and you're talking about Mississippi and all that stuff that I think it's great <clears throat> where should they go to find out about these shows they, they can go onto our website jsa.loa.com oh, okay yeah. uh, they can find us on social media if you like us it'll tell you exactly where we're going to be that's closest to you I think that's probably the best bet yeah um but we're, we right now, we have like 180 events coming up for the rest of the year. Oh, my God. I, when I went out to London, Derek, I saw a heritage booth out there. In fact, you guys were like right behind us. Wow. Um, I didn't recognize anybody there. We, but, yeah, we know, have. I know see? nobody over there. I've gotten emails where I see their faces, but I've never met. You know, I shouldn't say that. I may have met somebody at a heritage event somewhere over here in the States. But, I mean, we do have. I should have thought about that there. We are over there, too. I'm not sure. What event were you at, Jimmy? I was at the uh, MCM. It was a Reed Pop uh, Comic Con. So, okay, so we would have had a comic book display for there. Comic- yeah, see, you guys had a comic book display, but you know, it was the JSA that's booth, right. and then yeah. right behind it was it's Heritage. Yeah. So no, it makes sense, but I will tell you, there is, there's no auth- other authentication company that's even... Jimmy, is there? you just said you were at 180 events. Is there anybody that's even at 80 events? I mean, you're a no. dog in the competition there. Like They are, see, they are everywhere. Jimmy, by the way, uh, you know, we're going to be broadcasting uh, from the Burka stage at the National on Friday from 1 to 3. And Petroselli has a, a Red Sox gig. Don't believe him. But then you're too cheap to come. No, I got a bad arm. Yeah. Mallory, Mallory, he'll be at Pots Unknown. So I have to split the guest hosting an hour each with Grady and with Orlando. Uh, it's like. It's going to be like getting a root canal. But anyway, <laughs> with that being said. Uh, yeah, with Joe, right? <laughs> with Joe's both of you. With that being said, Jimmy, uh, we want to get nice you. Guy. Well, Joe's it's a great guy. Are you kidding? Uh, we want to get you up on stage with us, uh, do a little 10-minute segment. Uh, uh, it's a two-hour special that, show that we're going to be broadcasting. Great shows, We'd yeah. like to get you up there. John is going to be joining us soon. Uh, John Brosier, obviously, this is John's last year. Deeply missed. Uh, he's going to be joining us uh, on stage two. We may even give him a little something. Let's give. I him, think you should. You know, yeah. give him one of your cards. <laughs> one hey, of my uh, books. Oh, give him a shirt. <laughs> John, no, I, I love you guys. You just, you just send me the uh, location. Yeah, we'll get you up there. We'll, I'll, I'll be there until I think Saturday night. I'll yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be there Saturday. Friday afternoon. Uh, listen, Miko. Well, yeah, let me do this. Yeah, go ahead. Tell uh, us about our good friend. Uh, JR, you can take a nap, anybody. <laughs> this thing is like a uh, uh, just read the minute damn long. Thing. All right, Rico. If you want to have an absolute blast at obtaining some great modern or vintage cards, you got to check out JRI Cards. <laughs> our Paisan Charlie, the Iron Ripper Perino, along with uh, Money Marco. <laughs> Boy, this is a <laughs> Dollar Dollar Girls. <laughs> 
and the JRI gang give give you the chance to participate in opening a graded, unopened, and sealed fresh wax or cello pack, or your favorite sport or non-sport. Really nice. Now this says who? Just read the thing. Who knows? You may wind up with a Mantle, Jordan, Gretzky, Brady, or even a Zappala. Tom, this says Tom. That says Petroselli, but go ahead. Wait a minute. What does this say? All right, you change it. Tom. Go ahead. He's supposed to read this. Okay, it's easy. You buy in, Charlie opens the pack, and you get a pack fresh card. It's that simple. As a matter of fact, if you pull that special jewel, the guys at JR Car- uh, JRI Cards will even have it graded for you on the house. Hmm. Featured in the LA Times, ESPN, and USA Radio, JRI is the hottest card pulling show on the internet. Charlie and his staff make it fun. <laughs> he is a whack, give He's a whack off, job. They, no, they give you an offer you can't refuse. No, he is a whack job. Entertaining, believe me, and enjoyable. With his collection of hats, sound effects, and yes, you may even see him wearing a leather helmet from Rico's days playing for Newt Rockney. Who wrote that? You will love it. And let's not forget that JRI donates a part of their proceeds to various charities. So check out their charity break page. That's JRI. Look how mean. Check out their exclusive breaks and events that everyone is talking about. They're always digging up cardboard treasures for a great hobby experience. <sighs> Go to JRICards.com. Holy man. Hey, Jimmy, uh, before we let you go, we got a couple of minutes. A l- large bulk of your business is entertainment. I'd say now 60%. If you asked me that question five years ago, wow. oh, it was 75, 80% sports. Now it's it's just with the amount of Comic-Cons that we're doing, um, it's it's reached to over, over the amount of sports autographs. We authenticate more of these Funko Pops than we do baseballs. Really? And if you ask, yeah, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Wow. That's unbelievable is right. It um, really is. So what is the one... In your in your career, what is the one um, Mona Lisa that sticks out that you had the uh, honor and pleasure of authenticating, whether it be entertainment or sports? Is there one that sticks out? I mean, anything from like uh, you know, I don't know Shakespeare, anything, anybody like that. You know, yeah, it's it's such a hard question. Um, I authenticated for Joel Platt. I don't know if that name rings a bell. Yeah. He's, he's a very old time collector. Oh, is this the guy in, in California? Is this the guy in Florida? Florida. This is a yeah. Guy yeah. Boca Raton. He's yeah. got uh, supposedly one of the greatest autograph collections in the entire world. And he has uh, Wilt Chamberlain's high school jersey that's signed. And um, oh, that was wow. just unbelievable. It was one of a kind. Wow. So that, that he had, uh, you know, Johnny Unitas uh, uh, signed Game Use jersey. Um, he has, you know, Jim Thorpe's um, uh, uniform, you know, from his playing days. I mean, just the list Good goes stuff. on. But, yeah, that Wilt Chamberlain high school jersey was, was pretty incredible. Absolutely fabulous. All right, what is your website, sir? JSALOA.com. Listen, you have to promise you're going to come back periodically. I will. Invite me anytime. I love doing these things. Uh, You guys come up with a topic. I mean, we could talk for for weeks. We really could. um, You know, there's so much information, so many cool things that we've experienced. You know, I've I've been with JSA for the past 15 years now, and um, 
every day is, is something well, new, and it's, it's cool. It's enjoyable. That's oh, why. That, that's exactly why we're up against the clock, but that's exactly why we wanted to bring you in, because now it's going to give us an opportunity here in the Great American Collectible Show to really expand what we want to talk about, and it's going to be awesome. With that being yeah. said, Jimmy, thanks so much Jay, for coming great, on board, Jim. and uh, we'll thanks. see you down the road. Take care, Jimmy. Guys, thank you so much. All right, take, take, care. Care. take care. All right, All right we're yeah. going to take a quick break. We come back. The great man is coming, Mr. John Brogy from the National. Hang in there. We will be right back. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction, specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. If you're a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. The original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on their tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection, to the famed Boston Garden Auction, to high-end card auctions from every major sport. Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's, the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field, and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer, because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned. The highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. 
Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. Hey, I'm Mike Petroselli. If your company is looking for the best in marketing and promotional items, you'll hit a home run with Petroselli Marketing. With over 8,000 suppliers and 650,000 imprint-ready items, we can get your company the visibility it needs to get your maximum exposure. Whether it be office promotions, wearables, automotive, sports items, and everything in between, Petroselli Marketing can do it all. Our design staff will even work with you from concept to delivery and customize your products. At Petroselli Marketing Group, we will get your brand in front of your audience. Contact us at info at PetroselliMKT.com or call us at 603-880-3202. That's Petroselli Marketing, where no dream is impossible. Well, how does your company or organization do promotions? Imprinted products keep your brand, this is very important, your brand in front of your customers more than any other form of advertising. For the best on-time service and new ideas for your next project, give Petroselli Marketing Group a call at 800. You got an 800 number now? Of course. 264-4294 or email us. My son owns it, you know, so I'm trying, you know, he's got to take care of his own man, so give him some business. Uh, you, the email is mp at petrocellimkt.com. Grady, Thank you. You want, don't be so cheap. Why don't you order some pens from them? Pens? Do pens? He's do got everything. pens. He's got everything. Do, he does everything. How about a nice pen order? He's just kid. You know, he's a... our pens have been starting to fail us at some of the trade shows. It's getting really annoying filling out agreements. And our pens are just give out halfway through, and I'm tossing them. See, yeah, I'm gonna have to look into this. Yeah, really. Now, now hold on just, a second. <laughs> if you if he gets pens from you, can I get a few? You can get a cog. Okay. Yeah, you'll get with his logo on it. With I don't Heritage care. Logo. I, could, I don't care his logo. Sure. All right, let's bring in our good friend. Oh, he's already here, Mr. <laughs> Brogy, <laughs> John Brogy, executive I'm director just, of the I'm Natural. I'm just enjoying all this banter back and forth. <laughs> By the way, I heard you mention to Jimmy Spence. That you wanted to know what the Mona Lisa of whatever they have yeah. uh, authenticated. Is it true that you and Rico both dated Mona Lisa? <laughs> no, John, honestly, with all due respect, you and Rico are both a tad older than me. So to answer your question, Rico did. 
I, I dated uh, her younger sister. That's all. I, I actually looked up Rico the other day on Wikipedia, and he's got a birthday coming up next she week. Does. Right? Don't say anything. June 27th? Yeah, it? but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm glad to have him because, you know, I'm still around. Yeah, but you're alive. Uh, I don't... I don't at all, I, I don't want to celebrate anything. I just well, want to see, quiet. Grady and I have we have a, a theory. One. Grady's always, you know, after the age of seventy, Grady has always said, "As long as you're vertical, right, Derek?" Absolutely, I'm I'm with him there. I'm yeah. with him there. Yep. So, what the Mona Lisa is though was just discovered during the show. There is a baseball with Babe Ruth. <laughs> Enrico Petroselli on it. I literally cannot believe I heard that story. It's the truth. I, mean, I thought you knew it. We thought you knew it. I know. How would I know that story? Where I, I, is that we, 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 yeah. I want that baseball. You know, somebody, know. what happened was somebody sent us the image, and I was like flabbergasted, and it was authenticated by both PSA and JSA. And it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah, Babe Ruth signature. Really oh my clear. god! And right on the on the on the reverse panel, Rico Petroselli, Rico. like Gehrig. Yeah, Ruth and Gehrig, Ruth and Rico. No, they ought to take you know, it off. Thing. They should take it off there Derek, somehow. I don't Derek, know how you. All do kidding it. aside, and listen, you know what he means to us. Would they Stop. be better off taking that off? You know, no, I, I, oof. Uh, I wouldn't, and Enrico's a great guy, and people like him. I've never heard a negative word about Rico, so I think it's just a cool piece. But that being said, any time you remove something from a baseball and the letter has that removal thing, here's the key. Yeah, with, a, with a Rico on the other side, no different than if it was a regular common player from the 30s or 40s that played with Ruth, they would dis- it displays as a single. Right. As long as it displays as a single, I, I wouldn't screw with the Yeah, and it ball. definitely does. All right, but it John. means more to somebody that knows Rico. Absolutely. That is a cool story. Yeah, the guy's sick. But, uh, John. <clears throat> Tell us about the Nationals. Yeah, man. Come on. There's a uh, lot I, happening. I can't make it this year. I'm so sorry. You can't make it. I, no. I, I, can't, I can't believe that. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it's going to be crazy. I mean, we've talked in the past about the tickets uh, being um, – hang on one second. Um, about tickets being available um, online, we're going to sell out of VIP tickets probably within the next three to four weeks, well before the national start. So um, if you're going to look for a VIP package, get it now. And with that said, on Wednesday of this week, we're going to make a big announcement that we have a VIP lounge sponsor. We've never had someone who wants to set up in the VIP lounge, which is the, a room off the show floor. And traditionally, we've put just tables and chairs in there for VIPs to go on in, sit down, relax, get off the show floor for a little while. What uh, this sponsor wants to do is put some activities in there. There's going to be a golf simulator. Very There's nice. going to be uh, nice. food and beverage in there. They're going to have some guests and a lot of giveaways. And the company sponsoring this is going to make the announcement on Wednesday, and it's Ludex which is a card scanning company. Um, we've, we're getting a lot of companies who are looking to take advantage of the, uh, the scope of the national to begin to put their product out there to people who've never seen it before. So we're excited. TriStar's got one of their best autographed pavilions ever. Um, we've got 630 dealer booths at the show, 360 different dealers, 60 corporate companies uh, who will be doing their best to show off their goods. 
the Nationals the place to be. You you guys know that. I'm sure Great. all your all your listeners know that as well. Hey, yeah. I'm going to ask Derek this question. Derek, as we all know, this is John's last year heading up to National. Your thoughts on John Brogy and the job that not just him, but his crew, including the late Mike, uh, how they took it to a new level. You know, I mean, they've gone with with the hobby. When the hobby wasn't growing, they still put on a hell of a show. And as it's been growing, I haven't heard, you know, yeah, can there be some growing pains when you don't expect to get your doors kicked in with so many people coming through? But they've handled it all with, with grace. And, and we've had a tremendous relationship with John and Mike with uh, – other than when John, I mean, I, I love the story of John trying to throw me out of the show. I know it was amazing. <laughs> I knew you were really? going to bring that one <laughs> I have to. I have to. But you know what? All was forgiven. It was great. Uh-huh. He was doing his job, by the way, and he didn't know who I was. See, there are people that have no idea who I am. Everybody knows John Brogy, but at that point, I was still, you know, rising up through the ranks. But no, honestly, they've done a tremendous job, and we can't thank the partnership we've had with John enough. And I, I, you know, I think John probably feels that we've, we've done the national program. We have a great display there. We, there's one show we go all out at and that's the national. Like John said, the place to be is the national. There's not another show that compares with it. There's been people that threatened to do it. John's probably heard the rumors where people want to compete with the national and people want to do this and do that. Yeah, Nothing's really. the national has been the mainstay in my life since like 1996 when I could start going to them. And, you know, I've been at almost every one, whether it was grading with SGC or at Heritage, the last, uh, or Mastro or Heritage, you know, I've been at them and they've been a true joy and, uh, to go to, and thank you, John, for all your effort that you've put in. I know, um, and, and your partner, you know, Mike, who passed away and he was unbelievable as well. So they've, they've just done a tremendous job and, you know, like I said, we love the partnership. We hope that still goes forward with the, you know, the new promoters, um, who I know, and I think it's been, you know, this is giant, you know, this will probably be John. Is this going to be the biggest crowd ever? I would sure. think so. The, yeah. the numbers we have are, are surpassing last year's numbers, um, and we're double what we were in twenty one in yeah. Chicago right now. And Real. you remember how how big Chicago was? So, yeah. and it's such a great venue too. Yeah. And I, we've, you know, we. We've taken the entire building this time. We're, we're going to have the that's what I heard. entire first ground floor. We've gotten to the point where we're going to have to stage people to walk into the show upstairs on hall, in Hall G at the uh, on the second level. That's so amazing. it's it's, it's, it's craziness. It's craziness. So yeah. uh, we appreciate Heritage as well. You guys, Heritage, you guys they do, do a great, great job, job for us. Great job. Thank you. Speaking well, of which, by the way, CSA shows another competition, smaller competition, but a very good show. Is proud to present the Chantilly Show. Being held from Friday, June 22nd, right through Sunday, June 24th, held at the Dulles Expo Center in Chantilly, Virginia, just minutes from the Dulles International Airport. Celebrating over 27 years at the same location, there will be over 350 dealer tables exhibiting on over 
5,000 square feet of space. With both vintage sports and memorabilia as well as modern-day sports treasures, you're not going to have to look very far for that special card, bat, ball, or autograph. Some of your favorite superstars will be on hand, including 2023 NFL first-round draft pick C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson. Also, Mean Joe Green, Randy Cunningham, Jerome the Bus Bettis, Walt Clyde Frazier, and many, many more. For, For more information, go to CSA. Shows.com, CSA. John also introduced me, well, of course, you, we went, but to the first, my first show. That's right. And I was like in awe, John. Just, I, the industry, I said, wow, this, this isn't a little, you know, this is, this, this is, is a, a big Incredible. Cohort. It was great. Yeah. You know, John, we I just, loved it. we just talked about CSA. We talk about the Philly show. We talk about the, uh, uh, the Fenway show, but, there's only one national. Oh, that's yeah. I, I heard some of the numbers you just threw around. You threw around uh, their 27th show. Well, this is the 43rd annual exactly. national nice. sports collectors event, and you said uh, over a couple of hundred thousand square feet. I, I added it up. They needed to know how many square feet we're taking this year in Rosemont. Five hundred and eighty-seven thousand square feet on the first level, wow. and that doesn't include all the meeting rooms and, and all the other areas that we use during the show. Well, the first thing that's that, just show space. The Great. first thing that we did, Ellen and I, is I made my reservations for Gibson's on Friday night. It's the only uh, thing I, I cared about. Yeah, he's not paying. Uh, I, that's I for sure. Call, I got my call from the general manager, Vince Lacasio, the other day. He said, "You're set." I gave him the, the times and the number of people I need each night. We're all set as well. See, Grady eats, great, great eats at Applebee's. Yet, you're in trouble. No. Grady eats I at Applebee's. Need, I literally <laughs> go to Gibson's, literally, if I'm there for six nights. You go six I nights. I eat at Gibson's five nights. It is <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I love Gibson's. I mean, I'm, it's awesome. I'm a sucker for Gibson's. All right, listen, we're just about out of time, yeah, John. Uh, we're going to talk to you at least one or two more times before the national. Sure. We'll get yeah. you on. Derek, thanks, you know John. what you mean to us. Derek, uh, thanks, you have been, you. you guys, uh, your company. And John, thanks again for all the great years, and hopefully you stay involved in the hobby to some aspect. Oh, we're going to get, you know something, we're yeah. going to get him involved. He keeps saying no, no, <laughs> but guess what? We're going we're gonna to wind up doing something yeah, with John. Yeah, yeah. All right, I've guys. Been, I've, I've been here too long, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, we love you guys, and to our viewers and listeners, remember, please, we're on the Sports Collectors Daily Facebook page, our own Great American Collectibles Facebook page, Soon, another major major announcement for another neutral platform. Share the show. Share it all over the world. Share it with the people in England and wherever we're asking you. With that being said, we love you guys. Happy collecting. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.